welcome to the Little Man Big Mouth Podcast with me, Jonah. I'm a kid who loves sports. I can talk about sports every day, all day. Think you can handle that? Then stick around for today's show. Let's get on to the news. First, the home run derby has ended, but it was an exciting one. Julio Rodriguez, an outfielder for the Seattle Mariners. He hoped to be a hometown hero and win it for Seattle. His biggest challenge came in the first round. He had a face-off against the two-time winning champ, Pete Alonso, who was trying to go for his third. Julio Rodriguez hit 41 home runs, setting a record in the home run derby. He crushed Pete Alonso, beating him by 20. He showed everybody that he had the power and the strength to beat out and win the home run derby. Unfortunately, he got beat out in the second round by Vlad Guerrero Jr. Vlad Guerrero Jr., a first baseman for the Toronto Blue Jays, he became the first son and father duo to win the home run derby. His father was in attendance to watch his son win the home run derby. Now, let's talk about the All-Star Game. In this year, 2023's Baseball All-Star Game, the NL won it with a ninth inning strikeout to end the losing streak. The NL had never won in the All-Star Game since 2012. So, it was a big deal that they finally, finally beat the AL. Well, the next board up is tennis. Wimbledon, baby. Marketa Vondrosova, first women's tennis player to be unseated, reach the finals, and win it since Billie Jean King did it 60 years ago. She beat out the number one seed to reach the finals, and on Saturday, she won Wimbledon. Marketa did the unimaginable and overcame every challenger in a way to win her first major title. Congrats to you. Now, on the other side of tennis, Carlos Alcaraz defeats Djokovic in five sets to win his first Wimbledon and second major title and defeat Djokovic. Everybody in that stadium was pumped because nobody likes Djokovic. Well, Strange news alert, an aggressive sea otter in California is hassling locals by riding boards she stole from surfers in the lineup. Videos across social media show the otter hoisting itself out of the ocean onto boards while surfers sit back in awe. At times, she chewed on the boards or forced surfers to surrender the boards altogether. Now, onlookers in the videos can be heard laughing in jest at surfers' misfortune. But officers with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service say the auto poses a public safety risk. Sounds to me like someone needs to give the otter directions to Ron John's surf shop before someone gets hurt. Well, that does it for the news. Next up, Unscripted. Gabriel and I will be dishing in fuego hot takes left and right. 
Gabriel, you're up first. The question is... Inter-Miami made the sports splash of the summer, bringing Lionel Messi's talent to South Beach. Is soccer now for real in America? Do we have a fifth major sport? I believe soccer is for real in the United States. After the U.S.'s impressive run in the World Cup and the women's team about to do a three-peat, I'm telling you, soccer is for real, and it is the fifth sport in the United States. I absolutely agree. Ever since the World Cup, America has been wild about soccer. This signing with Messi is just the beginning of major players coming to the U.S. The next question is... The Open Golf Tournament starts this week at Royal Liverpool Course. Who would you take to win? Rory, Scheffler, and Kepka, or the rest of the field? Of course it's Rory McIlroy. He will show that he still has enough in the tank to win the Open Golf Tournament. I disagree with you completely. I believe it's going to be the field, more specifically Jordan Spieth or Colin Morikawa. Both of these guys have showed that they can win majors, and I believe they will win the Open this year, as Roy McIlroy still will not be able to get over his master's failure, and I do not believe that Brooks Kepka can win any more tournaments. I still disagree with you. Jordan Spieth? Yes, he's a great golfer, but he will never beat Scheffler, Roy, or Kepka. Well, the next question is... Summer dreaming in the NBA. As Summer League wraps up, Houston and Cleveland dueled it out for the final game with the Cavs winning big. What player impressed you the most in this taste of the upcoming NBA season? The most impressive player out of the NBA Summer League to me was Imani Bates, for the Cleveland Cavaliers. He is the former number one recruit who went to Memphis and then transferred out due to some off-the-court issues. He then transferred to Eastern Michigan where he showed that he could still be a good player but a lot of the hype around, surrounding him went away. And then during the combine, he showed that he is still the amazing athlete and especially during the summer league, putting up Stellar points shows that he is still the same basketball player we saw when he was in high school. Well, the player that impressed me the most was Asar Thompson. He's part of Overtime Elite with his twin brother. He was drafted to the Pistons and he's showing that Overtime Elite is a new way to come to the NBA. The next question is... The Women's World Cup starts this weekend. Will America win its third straight? And who do you think will be the Team USA MVP? Of course, the USA all the way. And the MVP for the 2023 World Cup is Alex Morgan. I agree with you. The USA will win, will take it home for the third time, and this will be a three-peat. No one has been able to stop the the USA women's team for forever, and, and I do not believe it, it that is going to be different here in Australia and New Zealand. And the MVP for this year's World Cup is going to be Trinity Rodman. 
the new young t star for the USA women's team will prove that she is one of the best players in the world and take home MVP. And the last but not least question is... Joey Chestnut clearly owns the hot dog eating contest. All of the following foods have official records according to Major League Eating. Which one do you think is the hardest to eat in under 10 minutes? Burritos, asparagus, matzo balls, mayonnaise, or ice cream? I believe ice cream would be the hardest food to eat because of the brain freeze. I cannot imagine having to eat so much ice cream and then in the middle of it having a brain freeze. I agree with you. I had the same reason why ice cream is the hardest one. The brain freeze. It's the only one that's cold. Bur burritos, not cold. Asparagus, not cold. Matzo balls, not cold. Mayo, not cold. The only one that's cold is ice cream. Well, that does it, folks, for Unscripted. Next up, it is Stick by Your Picks. MLB edition. Gabriel and I choose our picks for who is winning the AL, the NL, surprise potential playoff teams, and teams that have disappointed us the first half of the year. These are ironclad picks. Our lawyers have asked us to let you know you should not bet your house in our picks. This is for entertainment purposes only. I have the AL. Gabriel has the NL. Let's jump into it. I Jonah, am up first. So, who I have winning the AL and is going to the World Series is the Tampa Bay Rays. They are the best team in the AL, period, with an elite outfielder in Randy Arozarena who has great defense and can smack the ball, combined with an outstanding pitching core, including Shane McLennan, who is the third-ranked best pitcher right now. He has 11 wins with a 2.53 ERA and 101 strikeouts. He leads this team and they have dominated the AL. Nobody has stopped them in the AL, so we will see them in the World Series. For the NL, I have the Atlanta Braves going to the World Series and winning it all. They are the best team in baseball. No one can slow them down. They are hitting home runs to the moon and don't look like they'll be slowing down anytime soon. They also have Ronald Acuna Jr. who is on pace for a 40 home run, 80 steal season and is batting 331 and is probably the NL MVP. But the most amazing thing about this team is that they are doing this without their ace pitcher, Max Fried, who has been on the IL for most of the season and has only been able to pitch in five games. For my surprises this season in the National League, I have the Miami Marlins. The Marlins are 14 games over 500 and are going to be buyers at the trade deadline for the first time since 2016. The Marlins, unlike last season, are also winning one-run games. They are currently 21-7 in one-run games. The Marlins, as a team, are third in batting average, 
only trailing the Rangers and Braves. They are second in hits, only tra- trailing the Rangers. And the Mullins pitching has been outstanding. And the Cy Young pitcher, Sandy Alcantara, has been t- playing horrible. But they have still been able to produce with their young pitchers. As the Marlins lead the majors in starts and innings pitched by pitchers younger than 25. And you can't forget about Lewis Arise, who is chasing 400 and is a walking hit. Another surprise from the season are the Arizona Diamondbacks. The D-backs are playing good baseball with the National League Rookie of the Year favorite, Corbin Carroll, who has had an amazing breakout season with 26 stolen bases, a 292 batting average, and a 916 OPS. Carroll is looking like a future star. The D-backs also have the Cy Young favorite, Zach Gallen, who was traded from the Marlins for Jazz Chisholm Jr. and has been on fire. He has a league-leading 11 wins, 105 whip, and 125 Ks. The D-backs are, are an underrated team who have a chance to win the West and have an outside chance of making a run in October. Well, my surprising team in the AL is none other than the Baltimore Orioles. These Baltimore Orioles have not been good for years. But now, this year, 2023, with Adley Rutschman, they are looking like a dangerous playoff team. With the help of two big stars, Austin Hayes and Anthony Santander. Anthony Hayes is 7th in batting average, batting at 310. And Anthony Santander is hitting 17 home runs so far with 54 RBIs. These two combined have helped the Baltimore Orioles win games and are 2nd in the AL East. They have become one of the best teams in the AL. They are leading the wild card race. And they will be in the playoffs and be one of the most feared teams in the wild card and the playoffs. So be on the lookout for these Baltimore Orioles. And for my disappointing team, it goes to the Seattle Mariners. Even with J.P. Crawford and Julio Rodriguez, the Mariners have disappointed the baseball community. Coming into the season, everybody thought Julio would have another great season, but he has not lived up to the hype. Julio Rodriguez, even though he hit 41 home runs in the home run derby, is not having a great season. And the pitching is all over the place. The Seattle Mariners are not making the playoffs. And the Seattle Mariners are my midseason disappointment. Well, for the National League, I have two disappointing teams, the New York Mets and the St. Louis Cardinals. The Mets, who have the largest payroll in the MLB, have returned to their old disappointing ways, as they are eight games under 500. Verlander, who they spent a big, a pretty penny for it in the offseason, has only pitched in 13 games and has struggled with a 3-5 and five record. While the Cardinals have struggled this year and look like they won't make the playoffs this year for the first time since 2018, it would be just the fourth time since 2011 when they were in the World Series since they have missed the playoffs. 
Both of these teams have struggled in pitching as they both rank in the bottom half of, in ERA and WHIP. And the closers have struggled to get the job done as both teams are in the bottom 10 in saves. Both these teams came into the season with high hopes, but now at the trade deadline, it looks like both of them are going to be sellers this year. And that does it for Stick By Your Picks. Well, hope you guys enjoyed that baseball analysis. Now, what would Sports Talk be without list? Bupkis, so here is my list of the day. Top 5 sporting events in the summer. Number 5, the MLB All-Star Game. Home Run Derby and all the best players from around the league playing against each other. It's a pretty amazing sport. Number four, Wimbledon. Carlos Alcaraz just defeated Djokovic, and now he's the champion of Wimbledon. Number three, the World Cup. Men's and women's. Number two is the Summer Olympics. Every four years, it's an amazement. And last, but the best, the number one sporting event in the summertime is the Nathan Hot Dog Eating Contest. Joey Chestnut, baby. He is the champ. Every year, he eats more than 60 hot dogs in 10 minutes. It is insane. Every American gets hyped for Joey Chestnut, the, the hot dog eating king. Well, that does it, folks, for the Little Man Big Mouth Podcast. Check out our next episode when it drops. Until then, see ya. Follow the show on Insta at Little Man Big Mouth Show. Keep up with the latest episodes by subscribing on your favorite podcast provider. The Little Man Big Mouth Podcast is an exclusive creation of Hefeweizen Podcast Production.